Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Well, hello and welcome, citizens of Wagadu, to another exciting episode of Tales of Wagadu, The Curse of the Spider Queen. your obscenely neighborhood dungeon master, Jeremy Cobb, uh, and I'm joined as always by... It's me, Shermany. I'm here. Uh, I have some excellent horns on, and the reason for that is because my character, Reth, who also uses she, her pronouns like I do, also has excellent horns. Um, wait, oh no, you're supposed to tell me what, 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 what they are. Um, <laughs> wait, does, does Reth has changed pronouns? No, also sure. I just got Reth pronouns on <laughs> as well. This is going great. Reth uses she pronouns. I use she her pronouns. We both have excellent horns. Um, <laughs> That's and, true, you both and have And they're a, a swallow pugilist, and I know how to play these. Hey. Yeah! Squared circle, no less. Oh, yes. Squared yes. circle. Yeah, circle that. gets uh, the square? Elon's blessing, oh, wow. so much fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got through, it's only gonna go it's up gonna from go. here. Gonna <laughs> go. I'm gonna write it down for next time. I'm gonna write down, like, say the right stuff in the right order and remember who you're playing. Who you I'll are. be honest, though, you, right. you every time I always forget, too, I always forget to say that my pronouns are he, him, so you reminded me. <laughs> the whole beginning of this episode has been a shambles, but it's about to pick up, because after me and Shamini comes... Hello, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> you just left that pause, though, on purpose, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. That was mean. That was mean, yeah. but I loved it. Cruelty. Hello, yes. Uh, hi, I'm uh, Liv Kennedy. I am one of the halflings. Hi. Um, I am playing I am playing Juji Ose, uh, who's a blue Mamere, um, cleric, one level in cleric, one level, two levels in cleric now, because we leveled up, whoa, two levels in cleric, yeah. four levels in druid, um, we both use she, her pronouns, and we both are pretty neat, thanks. <laughs> yeah, and uh, your circle of stars yeah. druid and twilight those, cleric, is that, all right. Yes, and of course, uh, here to save the day, uh, <laughs> or at least slightly change Come the day, on, maybe, Johnny. Uh, is <laughs> I'm Johnny Charles. I'm the resident bard here at Three Black Halflings, and I am playing Abuade, who is a copper iron master artificer. Now at level six, all artificer, all brilliant. Oh, that was good. No, yes. that was good. Yes. Yeah, Battlesmith Artificer, joined by your trusty, uh, I guess, copper defender. Indeed. Yeah. My little slinky mask Blink. fellow. Yes. Yes. Who now has yeah. a steed inside. Who now has a, who now has who a vibe. Who planted a seed <laughs> <Yeah>. in. Yes. <laughs> 
In fact, I will go ahead and say that over the two weeks that it took you to travel up to Odiyaba, that uh, those seed that seed has grown into a full on plant. Oh, wow. He now has like in his midsection green vines and roots sort oh, of woven man. through, and a tiny little stalk awesome. sticking I, out with a couple. I want to invite all of the fan art and all of the commissioned art for this, <laughs> this character, this Yim guy. He's, he's going to look so cool. Bring it his way. Uh, <laughs> And on that note, roll the theme. Okay, uh, I, I assume okay, the cool. theme's over. Uh, <laughs> it's two seconds long. <laughs> yeah, part of me hopes. Part of me hopes that Daniel just leaves me. Say, I assume yeah, the theme's over. So anyway, uh, today's episode. Yeah, uh, Jeremy, I forgot to say I have an elephant shrew. Can we go back and we reintroduce ourselves so I can include the elephant shrew line? Is that fine? Oh. Uh, go ahead and say it's too late. We're just yeah, going to fit it in. Fit it you in. have an oh, elephant? What? Wait. I yeah. Wait, you have an uh, elephant? Yeah. Yes. Oh, say it. Oh, it's new, isn't it? We got new stuff. Yeah. Elephant true. Yes. In fact, before we jump in, Shamini, make sure you have the spell uh, Summon Fae at hand in I case you need to use it. And Johnny, make sure that you have the spell Thorn Whip, a cantrip, because yes. Yim now has access to it. Of course. It has grown enough for Yim to have access to Thorn Whip. Uh, so, uh, yes, Juji, please, or, or, or rather, Liv, tell us about Juji's new friend as well. Uh, Juji got a little drum uh, from the wonderful. From the wonderful Shamini, what's your dad's name? <laughs> Nzito. 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 Um, yeah, I got a, a drum from Nzito. Um, and so she can use the um, wild companion uh, ability for free. And she can have a little friend for like two hours. And he's a little elephant true friend. That's yeah, cool. and he, when we say elephant shrew, he's not just like your normal shrews, an elephant yeah. shrew. He's a shrew <laughs> with an elephant, <laughs> elephant trunk, an elephant. little elephant feet that are like disproportionately, lo- not oh. the size of an actual elephant's feet, but <laughs> elephant feet, a uh, little like elephant-like shrew ears and a little elephant yeah. tail. Uh, and he's called Say I've got it written down. I tried, I tried to draw a little. What's that? That's my mic. I, I was going to show you no, my that's drawing. Oh, there That's adorable. Podcast listeners, I did a small doodle. <laughs> yeah, you all are missing out if you're not watching the I videos. Three of this. Black that's, YouTube channel. That was adorable. Yeah, if you want to, up to you. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on, Jeremy. Uh, you look. You're 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 only hurting yourself by not going to watch it. Uh. But moving away from that topic, you all have arrived at the city of Odi Ayaba after. Yes. Okay, yes. right. So, sorry, I do have one more thing. I'm sorry, Jeremy. It's just that. Look, no, this is important oh because. Gosh. Because, you know, you know, you were saying that, like, oh, while we were traveling, you know, the vine grew and everything. Okay, so there is one really important thing that I did forget to do last session after being like, I'm definitely going to do it. Um, didn't level up. And I was just wondering if I could have done it. No, <laughs> no, not me. Okay. There was something that Reth okay. forgot to do. Reth was like, mm-hmm. yes, Nzito, I will definitely give thanks and offerings and pray. <laughs> Obviously, I wouldn't forget that. And the next thing I know, you have spent two weeks arriving. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, no. I've forgotten. I'm going to be cursed by the gods. So I just wondered what, how, you, what, what, how you wanted uh, to play here's that what Jeremy. I, I was actually going to, I, thank you for bringing it up, because I was going to ask you yeah. uh, if you had uh, made the proper offerings. Here's what we'll say. Since yeah. uh, since Ref initially was like taken away with the moment of like, oh, I'm leaving in Zito and heading out into the world with these mm-hmm. new people. Uh, roll me a history check. Uh, 
Uh, and we will say that 20 or above, you remembered it on the first day. <laughs> oh my uh, God. And then like, we'll go down each, each time we go down, uh, okay. it'll then be like, Oh, it okay. maybe, maybe took a couple of days. Okay. Okay. You oh can my do gosh. it. Okay. Not 20. 12. Right. Okay. Yes, yes you remembered you remembered about five days yeah. in <laughs> you were like oh, you had the full walk. yeah you were tromping through the I forest I one job <laughs> I like the spirits uh, in fact, if you would like to, uh, you would you can go ahead and describe for me. We'll just sort of rewind a little bit over a week back to when you actually gave thanks. Because there were two uh, thanks you were going to give. One of them was specifically to the Forest Father for yeah. saving you. And the other one yeah. was essentially an offering to, on behalf of Chewy, whom you had sort of dispersed slash destroyed, defeated let's say, uh, very permanently vanquished, or at least long-term vanquished. Uh, Sort of like a prayer on behalf of him, wherever his particles ended up, whatever spirit may be replacing him in his position, essentially just a thank you to the spirits for keeping you safe and also just a a recognition of Chewie. So how would you, uh, can you describe for me, please, how does Ref go about making these offerings uh, and saying thanks? Well, so in, in Zito has kind of shown them how to do this as, as part of like living in Wagadu. Um, and I think for um, the Forest Father, so I'm imagining it involves um, just sort of like creating a small sort of like temporary shrine, altery things where you kind of bring the offerings. And for the Forest Father, um, I'm kind of thinking that, that there's... But because the because he's the father of the whole forest, it's kind of very broad. Um, so as they were walking along, Wraith would be looking for sort of different special things, like a sort of like little special flower or seed pod, um, you know, a interestingly like shaped branched twig, that kind of thing. Um, just sort of like sort of like precious woodland things for the mm-hmm. for the forest father, um, and then and then doing a prayer. But for Chewy, obviously, Ref was like, well, I wasn't expecting this. This is not part of the plan. This wasn't in the training. I haven't done the training. Um, and they're also still quite freaked out about that and the fact that they, they killed Chewie. They were not supposed to kill Chewie. And, oh, God, it's, it's, it's alarming. Um, so if, if I might, I would like to hunt for meat for the offering mm. for Chewy. Yeah. Like it's kind uh, of the least I can do, you know. Do you have a specific kind of meat in mind? Um, I don't know what enormous enormous cats like. I deer, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I think the, they would go for a, like, yeah, a deer or an antelope type situation. Yeah. I think a leopard would eat just about anything, though. Like if it if if it you want something big, you don't something. want to be like, here's this like little bunny rabbit. And they're like, mm. eh, small. You want <laughs> something like noble and, and would you large. go for an okapi? <gasps> oh, no, but no. Oh, no. OK. I oh, <laughs> oh, no, but they're so sweet. That's a no on the okapi. Not, I know we don't actually kill them, but like, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> Yep. No, just a nice antelope. Will... Just a nice antelope. <laughs> nice gazelle. Um, They're not too nice. Yes. You know what we'll say? <laughs> you know what we'll say? Yeah. This could really be fun. Uh, mm. Have you ever seen a forest uh, a forest buffalo? An African forest buffalo? Oh, no. 
Uh, they have like orange fur. They ha- they're very very cute. Everybody, go oh, look up. We're probably gonna we're oh, probably gonna release are. this picture. Uh, but they're super cute. Oh, uh, I will send. I I'll drop a link to this it. in the chat so you guys can see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I'm gonna hunt it down and ask the spirits for meat in return for my conquest. Yes. Uh, So for those of you who do not follow us on Twitter, do not in any way look up anything associated with the show. An African forest buffalo is related to a cape buffalo, but smaller, uh, has kind of orangish fur, soft looking fur, feathery ears, like big ears with lots of lots of fur on them, like with little white and black feathered fur hanging off of it. Uh, And these these very cute eyes and just a very innocent look upon its face. Uh, and its legs its Aww. legs are black, uh, but most of its body is orange. I think its face is also, its face is a mixture of orange and black. Uh, there's not a whole lot of orange animals you see running around, Aww. but this is one of them. I looked them up. They're so weird looking. Hi, buddy. Mm. I love them. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like, it basically looks like a fantasy version of a cat to me. Yeah. Aww. Some of the, some of the yeah. pictures are the baby ones. Like, the babies <gasps> seem to have, like, stripy ears. Like the calves are even <gasps> even cuter. Hello, BBs. Oh. Why do we keep doing this? Why do we keep They're so looking cute. up these cute animals? Yeah, we are. This is a audio format. Fifteen seconds of audio of us just looking oh. at pictures of, <laughs> of animals. Uh, so yes, that we can absolutely say you find one of those. Uh, I won't make you roll for anything. You're strong enough Thank to you. at least. They're not super huge. They're not tiny, but they're not gigantic. Uh, and you are very strong. Uh, so I would say you are able to pin one of them without injuring it severely, just putting it in a position where like it can't really get away. Um, Juji uh, lays next to them and it's just like, one, two, three, go, yeah. And, and just that's just... <laughs> <laughs> Juji <laughs> slaps, yeah. slaps the yeah. ground uh, to signify <laughs> to signify that the, the forest buffalo has successfully been pinned. She has a whistle. Uh, at which point <laughs> <laughs> as she as she lets out the whistle, uh, at which point uh, a there is like it's almost as if like sliding in to try and as like a coach to try and coach their player. Uh, you see a huge face appear, just like boom, uh, uh, with with uh, it's basically a huge, uh, like a gigantic forest buffalo face. And as it sort of walks out, you see a much smaller forest buffalo body attached to it. Uh, the face itself is bigger than the rest of the body. Uh, like the head and face is bigger than the rest of the body as it comes sort of walking out. Uh, <coughs> and you hear, I was telling you, you need to sit out and lift the head. Uh, looking at the, looking at the forest buffalo who's pinned, uh, it's like you can't you can't give up your back that way. You're gonna get pinned every time. Uh, and then looks up at you and says, "Hello there. I uh, see you have successfully uh, bested one of my children in combat. Uh, it's very nice to meet you. I am Nyakundu. Uh, I am the the father of all forest buffalo. Uh, I am. Is there anything in particular that you would like uh, from from?" In terms of buffalo parts that I can bestow upon you. Hi, great to meet you. Uh, sorry, it's under such circumstances. I mean, I guess this is how you meet people. Um, I was just wondering if it's not too much trouble. Some some really nice meat that a le- leopard might like. Oh, 
I don't and know he, their taste looks specifically, a... but... Oh, that was you. No. Oh, yeah. No, what? don't worry. No, I'll, oh, no, I'll give you the hookup. How did you I'll know I'll give that? you the hookup. <laughs> Who's told you what? What do people say? Oh, we talk. Honey, we talk. Oh, no. Uh, and he, uh, he sort of, like, uh, waggles his ears. And you hear, like, it's almost like fairy dust falling down that as it touches the ground... Uh, you get a whole set of forest buffalo steaks wrapped up in forest buffalo hide, uh, along with hooves and horns and ears, in case you needed them for any other, for either decorative decorative purposes or sacrificial purposes. Uh, and Yakundu looks at you and he says, don't worry, uh, I'm sure it'll be okay. You're doing the right thing here, okay? Nobody's upset. Uh, oh, really? I, oh, well, I'm certainly not, at least, so... I wasn't worried about you being upset specifically. It's more. Oh, okay. Well, sounds like everything's good then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, it's probably great. Uh, he lifts a, he lifts his head like really he sort of like rears up because he has to in order to get a, a hoof off the ground. He rears his whole body up, sort of like awkwardly walks forward on two hooves and then pats you on the head with one hoof, uh, just in like a kindly sort of way. Uh, but he can't really see you, so he sort of, like, misses a couple of times, just with how his head is proportioned. Uh, he's like, is that, sorry, is that your head? Uh, is that... Uh, Lily, is um, it, I, I, it, I, I'm just gonna step into where the hoof is. Just... Okay, I'll just, yeah, I'll just uh, hold it here. You yeah. pat, you pat yeah, yourself uh, on the head. Uh, with uh, me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> could I, could I just ask you one favor? Oh, if, absolutely. If... Uh, he lowers himself back down. If anyone mentions it could could you just let them know that that I'm turning over a new leaf okay uh you're not going to go around destroying any more spirits no absolutely not no no that's yes you should mention that actually that's probably important to mention yeah i've changed okay i'm a new absolutely. person again Yes, I of will course. say it was in self-defense, uh, Well, though. thank you. I don't know why Juji's floating around. I'm really sorry about it, but she... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks over and says, Oh, hi, hi there. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. I'm Nikundu. I'm uh, he introduced himself to you. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, hi, Juji. Uh, are we're, are we, wait, were you also there? You were, at, you were present. You were part of the... Oh, yeah. Mm. Don't worry. You don't have to make any offerings, I think. Well, I think you. your friend here he, has got you covered. Yes, he mauled uh, okay. me. I almost died, so... Oh, well, I'm very glad to hear that you are okay. Uh, let me know if you need any additional healing or anything like that. Just to, if any of the teeth left lasting marks, anything like that. Um, well, it feels like we kind of reached a natural conclusion for this interaction. Uh, is there anything either of you wanted to ask me? Do you know any swallow and are they nice? Oh, I've met, yes, I've, I've actually, yes, actually, there is one swallow I know quite well. He's very nice. Great. M- m- yeah. maybe, I'll, maybe I'll meet him. It, it may be. Uh, he spends most of his time in the spirit realm, but uh, oh. maybe you'll get to meet him one day. Thank you. That's reassuring. Yep. All right. Well, uh, so long, everybody. Uh, I'm off back to the spirit realm. Hey, hey. He jumps and clicks his boots <laughs> and sort of floats away. <laughs> I love them. Hey, hey. <laughs> and just floats off into the into the forest. He was so nice. Very nice. Yes, lovely to meet them. He was so lovely. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, so nice. Uh, and just for the record, I am giving all of the all of the buffalo parts 
to mm. to the altar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you say just generally a prayer. Like, what what is the gist of the prayer that you don't have to say the prayer, but what would be the sentiment uh, that you're trying to express uh, at this point? I think for the again, given that the the, the chewy one might be slightly different um, from the sort of standards standard script. Um, so there'll be like bits of the sort of like standard sort of thankfulness and 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 giving thanks and things, uh, and maybe for the chewy one, just can I can I slip in an apology? I think they would. I think they probably yeah. would, and and maybe part of this sort of resolution to to change the core of their being. Easy. All right. Um, I think that based on, like, uh, you see that the Forest Father, like, as you are praying, the Forest Father does not appear, but uh, at the end of your prayer, I think the forest itself sort of rises up and carries away. Like, you see, like, vines and creeping roots and stuff sort of emerge and take the offering that you had given and sort of shuffles it away, uh, indicating that the Forest Father has accepted your prayer. And at the end of your prayer to Chewie, uh, I think you would, he, you would, like, you would see, you'd watch as the meat, uh, like, the, the, the meat starts to, like, disappear. Like, chunks start <gasps> to disappear out of the meat. At one point, you see the meat, like, lifted into the air and, like, sort of move as if something's oh eating God. it invisibly. Uh, and... The meat just gradually disappears. Uh, it appears that this this prayer was also made uh, was also accepted, uh, and I think additionally appearing after like if if in fact you stay until the end of the eating process the, as the meat and buffalo parts are consumed, uh, I think you would see lying in the uh, lying on one of the buffalo hides uh, on the inside, you would see a single uh, leopard claw. Oh my gosh, um, I think I will I will take it. I will take it as a as a gift. All right, um, and I think in this case, you in fact roll me a religion check. Uh, do you, well, here's my question. Actually, this is a better question first. Do you think that Ref relates to spirits from a religious point of view, or from like a they are magic point of view, like a separate, uh, like basically this would determine what skill check you would use. Uh, I, I think no. I think it's a. I mean, it doesn't affect my role, but I think it is a religious check. I think it's a. Like this whole thing is a ceremony. Like the prayers are sort of, you know, sort of like a, like a chanting and a sort of like um, sort of standard pattern. And I, yeah, it feels like a religious thing for me. All right, roll me a religion check. Twelve. Okay, um, you get the sense that this uh, this claw that was left here was left as a gesture of some kind. Uh, You don't get the sense that it was like a threat. (laughs) Okay, I was going to say, that could really be taken either way, couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You don't get the sense that it was a threat. Uh, But I think with a 12, you're not exactly sure what it's a gesture of. Uh, There's a chance you might find out later. uh, Or who knows? Maybe it'll never become relevant. But it appears that this claw was given as some kind of a gift, but uh, indicating something but you just aren't quite sure what it means. 
Uh, and if that, would you say that pretty much caps the, uh, puts yeah. a capper on the, yeah. okay, on the Reth, uh, <laughs> prayer sorry, offering arc. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> really important. Like, if I'd forgotten to do that, that would be very bad. Um, yes. It would have been very, very bad. So, yeah. Absolutely like, fine. Uh, so, we're going to jump back forward now, because that happened about five days. Ahead. We're going to jump another week and a bit to you all standing outside the walls of Odi Ayaba in a throng. Hundreds of people seem to be flocking to this city. Uh, you can see these walls stretching higher and higher up. Uh, again, these huge, they look like they were constructed out of mud, but then, uh, but then trees and other plants have essentially grown through them to form like a solid forest wall. Uh, what would you all like to do as you have arrived here? I think the last thing that happened was that Juji glimpsed a hooded figure, look at you and then vanish yep. after a group of people passed in front of it. Yep. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So, what would you like to do? Can I uh, tug on somebody's clothes, like either Aduabe or or Reth, <laughs> just anyone? Just, just... Can I roll to see whose clothes you you tug <laughs> on? Because there's Please a bunch do. of people with you. Yes. <laughs> you should, like, I'm imagining you just reaching out and tugging. Um, <laughs> Please do. On Yim. <laughs> <laughs> you reach out. You reach out and tug on Gmo's clothes. Uh, <laughs> hello. Uh, so hello there. Did you there. see that? Did you see that? See what? Did you see the, did you see the person in the cloak? Were they, were they pleasant? Were they, um, were, they, were they there? Were they real? Ah, uh, hmm. I'm going to roll a perception check for him. To Come see on, if nat 20. Nat 20, Gmo. Yeah, Let's go. I'm, he did not. He got an 11. Uh, no, I'm afraid I, I did not see anyone in a cloak okay. round. Could you? Are, are they gone? They don't seem to be there no, now. They don't. Could you please, could you um, tug on whoever's next to you and see what if they saw what happened? Yes. <laughs> he turns. Uh, I'll say, well, I'll roll again just to see who tugs on. Okay. He turns. Uh, he tugs on Abawade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this person uh, sorry what Juji. was your name he tur- says turning back to you Juji Juji uh, was wondering if you see the hooded figure standing right over there oh. hooded figure have I seen a hooded figure standing right over there <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you did no not no <laughs> definitively I can say you did not uh, we, we, we checked it last time you I did have not. seen several uh, hooded figures in my time but today is not one of those days Hmm. hmm. Yes, I feel sorry. Is that I'm sort of acting as a middleman for the pair of you. I think it might be better. Judy, you know I can hear you from here. Or... What? <laughs> he says he can hear you from <laughs> here. Okay, I go to say something back to Gmo, and then I'm like, sorry, G-. and then I, and then I kind of like lean over Gmo. Yes. <laughs> sorry. G- I'm being jostled so, sorry, by a strange sorry, woman. Sorry. Okay, you know what? No, I will just swap. One, two, three, and a whoop, and then I swap with places with him. Um, <laughs> we have to be standing in a line at all times. Yes. <laughs> he start, He just holds on to you and just starts dancing very stiffly. What, me? Oh, oh, dear. Yeah, he's we're done. Yes, we are. Whoop, we get dragged off into the crowd. <laughs> um, uh, so after Barry comes and collects yeah. her grandfather uh, or her great grandfather and you are able to toddle back over to uh, back through the crowd to Abawade uh, what do you say? I, um, 
I, I get dipped out of the crowd. I'm like, <laughs> still dancing with someone. I'm like, I'm on it. I'm like leading yeah, back. The, the dance yeah. count is on. The dance fully, half of the crowd outside of here, there has actually a full dance. We will say that after, after like a couple people see you yeah. dancing, they're like, yeah. yes, why, why feel sad in these difficult times when we can celebrate Let's our lives dance. and being alive? And people just start dancing and somebody strikes up with a drum. Yeah. About 15 minutes later, you're dipped out of the group, but there's still a throng of people. Uh, Barry is trying to dance her grand, her great-grandfather out of the group. Uh, uh, I ask Abuade to cut in. Uh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> cut in, Abuade! Basic I'll cut you when I come back around. Decorum. Alright! <laughs> <laughs> Yim dances up to you and says, I can cut in now! <laughs> Alright! <laughs> Take it, Yim! Oh, there's moves! <laughs> I'll show you how we used to do it in my oh, day! God, no! Uh, Slinky <laughs> hips, they call him. Uh, very. Yeah, it's a very bendy Ooh. dance. Because uh, he is made of slinkies. <laughs> so he's just. So flexible, wow. Uh, I've never been so limber! <laughs> Uh, oh, I tried to recreate it. Sorry, did yes. you did you have something you wanted yes, to say I, to Abawadi? Oh yeah, ah, and she realizes the severity of the situation, and then she will <laughs> run over to her companions. I'm just going to go dance with this hooded I, figure. What? Uh, dances back into the crowd. Gets lost again. Rest looks over at uh, uh, Juji, just like running across, and is just you know thinks to himself, I don't think Juji knows the dance very well. <laughs> <laughs> She's a slip. Right. I'm a slave to the rhythm. Uh, You're doing great. Okay, sorry. I. This is a very serious situation, actually. I saw a hooded figure out in the distance, and then they disappeared. It uh, was very unsettling. Not was not good. Not good. Disappeared, as in uh, actually disapparated, or. Uh, just yes, somebody moved went past, to spot. and then they were gone. Hmm. That often happens when people go behind things. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> she, she, she bends down, head in hands. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not what happened? Seiye dances by <laughs> in like a conga line. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, hey, I'm Say. here. I know you didn't summon me. I just couldn't miss this." <laughs> Just like floating, dancing by. (laughs) I've never been so simultaneously distressed and really happy. I hate this. Okay. Um. They take this. They take his trunk, stretch it out, and start doing a limbo, uh, just for people in the background. That's impressive. That's impressive. Okay. Right. All I'm saying is, just keep an eye on for out for a hooded figure because they might be watching us, and they. It seems as though they have powers, and then I describe the hooded figure. Yeah, did did, Keep an eye out. did they have any uh, distinguishing <laughs> marks about them? A body shape. Did they have any signature <laughs> dance moves? <laughs> I don't know. I would say it would be something kind of you know sultry because they were very mysterious. Oh, really? yeah. so that's what I would go. With. But I don't know that. It's increasingly confusing. I don't know that because they disappeared. So I see. Well, we should be on the lookout. Can you think of anybody who might want to be watching us? Um, not well. Um, you know, I'm being watched kind of constantly. That, I but see. I don't. I think this is a separate thing. 
I don't think it's that. It might be that. What hmm. about you two? Breath dances by. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, hey, are we done with the dancing now? Or? Uh, it seems I like everyone we're... else is enjoying we, we, it, but we can just dis- kind of discuss here. You, okay, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah sure, yeah. sure. Um, how's things? Not good. There's like you guys are just awkwardly like a little standing group in like <laughs> like a pebble in a stream. <laughs> the people the the back, just flowing around we should, you. We should continue to bop at least. We can stand okay. and bop. Like I don't want to be do sidestep. Yeah, we should bop sidestep. Yeah, it's a little yeah. sidestep. Right. <laughs> they do a fully choreographed routine and they just keep keep on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, yes. <clears throat> uh, so anyone who might be watching you, Ref. Abuade, anyone who might have an interest in watching you? Anyone? 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 I don't think I know anyone here. I, I mean, I, I didn't know anyone in at all, and then I knew Zito, and now I know you. Mm. I, it um, wasn't me. I know some spirits. Oh, oh okay. I, well, you know. I can't imagine anybody would be watching me. Uh... But then perhaps it has something to do with the strange visions we have seen. Hmm. I can watch you if you like, Abuade, if you want someone to watch you. Well. I'll keep an eye on you and make sure you don't accidentally become uh, any warlord. I appreciate that. Like you said. Hmm. Uh, Bethstairs. hmm. (laughs) I think you're safe for now. But I'll keep an eye. Uh. (laughs) Is the... So is the dance craze... Uh, spreading through the whole city. Can I look around for <laughs> some <laughs> for some people? I'm just trying to get. We haven't even gone in yet, have we? It's one of those infectious dancing things like where no one can stop dancing dance and it's contagious. I, co- I think we could probably yeah, do with like oh, getting no. into the going into the city walls. Yeah, why not? Let's just <laughs> shimmy. Let's okay. start a conga line into the city. Okay. Nice. Good idea. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Seye floats in and is like, this is so much fun. He starts doing jump rope with his own trunk. Uh, so you guys are able to work your way through the crowd uh, where you can see, interestingly, uh, these these walls do not have gates. Uh, what they actually have are, as you approach, the some of the trees themselves lean over. You see them, like, lowering these huge basins uh, that people are able to sit in, and then the trees will lean back up and, and uh, raise the people up over the walls. Uh, so it appears that it is impossible to enter the city without actually just being uh, carried in via tree. Uh, you do see uh, you do see people standing, a group of a, a very officious, uh, official-looking Amere, looking very just puzzled uh, and bemused at the fact that they can't actually... Like, there are literally, like, 500-plus people just having a dance party outside <laughs> of the walls of the city while they are trying to process them and at least get them, like, <laughs> transported in. So as as you guys come sort of, like, shimmying out of the, out of the cluster... Uh, <laughs> One of them sees you and says, Ah, uh, yes, yes, are you coming into the city? Uh, yes. yes, please. Excellent, thank you! I can't imagine who started this 
stupid dance party, but it is absolutely out of control. Thank you for, for being the only sane ones who didn't get caught up in it. Uh, I don't think yeah, people uh, start the dance. I think up, the, you... dance, the dance starts within you, actually. I don't think that's, you know, it's not fair to, yeah, it's not fair to blame it on one person. Or... The person... <laughs> You see that the, uh, they're the person, like the the other uh, Amari who's sitting next to them, looks off into the distance and says, "That's beautiful." Yeah. Uh, and the first one slaps that one and says, <gasps> "Get out of it! Uh, come on!" Uh, goes over and starts. Uh, he leans over and touches uh, one of the tree branches and whispers into it and seems to touch very specific spots that you see lighting up on the tree. Uh, as the tree then, a huge branch sort of extends out, uh, carrying another one of these huge basins, uh, and lowers the, the, the bow down uh, for you to climb into. Can I try to memorize what that person did to get the tree to move? <laughs> Ooh! Uh, yes, roll me. Let's see. I'm imagining this is just... <sighs> uh, normally I would say just straight up history mm. to try and memorize it, uh, but you do have an affinity with uh, with plants and so forth being I do. So I will say insight. Insight? I will say hit a DC 20 insight check. Okay. Okay, mm. I'm getting rid of the stuff. This is big for me. Which uh, which one of these is, has not moved me? Uh, oh, God. Okay, 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 okay. The, uh, the all-important dice selection. <laughs> Looks like she's going oh. on the D20. Uh, okay, I... <laughs> gonna get her some good... Got a 16. Uh, and she's short. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. The, that does not hit. And the DC was 20. Uh, you get, I, I imagine you get like part of it. You're like, huh. But you couldn't quite read his lips well enough to know what he was saying. And I think once you realize that, you also realize you missed probably part of what he was uh, touching and typing out kind of on the tree. But Damn it. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the guy says, indeed, this dance party is ridiculous. Wow, <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Damn dancing. Damn it. Yes! <laughs> Thank you! I like you! Uh, oh, good. <laughs> uh, now, if you would please climb aboard uh, the basin. Uh, cool. So, as, as you guys are climbing aboard... Is it all of us at the same time? Uh, it would be yes. It's big enough to fit. Uh, it's big enough to fit actually more people than just you. But uh, yes, it could easily fit the three of you plus you. Everybody else is dancing. Yeah. Yes. Um, mm. Could uh, could I just address uh, the, the the transporter before uh, boarding? Uh, just before I get on this uh, uh, tree catapult. Um, uh, forgive me. I am a visitor to this city. Um, could you uh, inform me how does one return back over the walls? Are there similar trees on the inside, or is there another method of getting over the wall? Oh uh, yes, uh, yes. You can absolutely. Uh, you can absolutely. Ju- there will be officials on the inside if you need to exit. Mm. Uh, they will be able to. There will be trees and other awakened beings there that will be able to deposit you outside of the walls. Uh, also, if you, and I, I don't know that. I mean, you look official. I don't know how official you are, but they, they, there is the possibility of uh, transportation, although probably kind of uh, an outside shot for you. No, no, no offense, just for most people right hmm. now. Uh, what with the heightened security. Oh, that. I see. Heightened security? 
What, uh, what is the reason for this? Ah, uh, look around you. Oh, um, uh, is it because the, of the dancing? It's, it's the forest lion. It's just dancing. No, no, uh, oh. because of why the dancers are here. The, the forest lion, uh, she's been just raging her way uh, through, uh, all the way uh, through Amere land. Uh, multiple regions have been completely taken over. So, of course, thousands of refugees. We're expecting potentially thousands more over the next few days and weeks. Ah, I see. Thank you for your time. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hop onto the, uh, onto the tree now. Yeah, uh, you can see the basin itself, by the way, is beautifully painted on the inside with all sorts of really cool designs. Uh, many of them picturing what look like a powerful female warrior of some kind, uh, just carrying out various exploits on the inside of the bowl. Uh, and the outside is carved in, with beautiful etchings as well. Uh, although you can't get as much of a good look at that because a lot of it's covered by the tree. Uh, so the tree... Uh, as as you're all loading in, uh, the guy walks up and is like, right, make sure to keep your hands and legs inside the basin at all times. Uh, we cannot be held reliable uh, for any injuries that you may sustain if you don't uh, properly follow these rules. Uh, please wear your seatbelts. Uh, you can see that there are like straight up vine seatbelts uh, that you can wear as part of this. Uh Safety measures are important, uh, and eventually, once he gets through all the safety regulations, uh, he's like, "Right, here we go." Walks up, uh, slaps, uh, sort of taps the tree. The tree lifts you all up. <laughs> Judy obviously puts her hands in the air and goes, "What?" <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to Yim because uh, Yim doesn't do do too well in like moving vehicles or anything like. Has trouble, oh. trouble balancing. I'm just gonna like. Yeah, Yim is immediately like, ah, oh, <laughs> I think I have the runs. No, not again, not here, not now. <laughs> not again. Uh, you just see soil <laughs> just fall out of him. Oh, no. soil fall out of him. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I shall never live down this embarrassment. Uh, you can see in the crowd. Uh, you can see. <laughs> That uh, Ifea uh, looks up and sees you all, the whole family, uh, is like, ah, and waves as you're going in. Looks like they're having a grand old time. <laughs> in the center of all this, by the way, Gmo is just getting Hell down yeah. with his, uh, with his mm-hmm. elderly self. Uh, it is a very slow, but very intense, very focused dance uh, that he is doing. He's got everything going, man. The hips... Uh, you can almost hear the creaking from here, but he's going for it. So you guys are lifted over the wall uh, and deposited, actually not nowhere near as far down. Uh, it appears, uh, what you see now stretching before you, it's only like the walls themselves are easily 50 feet plus high. This, you could guess you're probably only 30 feet in the air. Uh they have built an entire tree community. Uh, there are tree branches uh, stretching this way and that, essentially forming a ground for you to walk on. Uh, it's to the point where like, some of the tree branches have sort of fused. Uh, you can see that there are all these really fascinating, uh, like, um, I think you would, I think Juji, this rings a bell for mm. you. Uh, mm-hmm. in the idea of living inside of a tree and living with nature that you have so effectively, like, uh, harnessed. Uh, but you see, like, these large, uh, square 
uh, sort of rectangular structures uh, with, uh, like, heavily thatched roofs. Uh, the structures seem to be uh, made out of, again, a combination of, like, uh, wood and mud that have been, like, but these beautiful, like, because all of them, it's, despite the fact that there's a lot of mud being used, there's a lot of, clearly a lot of, like, magic that has been applied to this mud to color it in various ways. And so, similarly matching the beautiful, colorful outfits that you see people wearing, uh, the mud itself tends to be very colorful. Uh, and this looks like a sizable city. Like, we're not lo- we're not talking about, like, a hundred people. This is, like, thousands of people. Uh, possibly over 10,000 who live in this city. Uh, and... I don't think this is a surprise to you, Abawade, simply because you know that Odiyaba is one of the most populous cities in Ameriland, which is sort of the general name given to the the territory that the Amere hold. Uh, but among uh, the various Amere that you see, it is packed. Uh, a lot of people like entering. You see a lot of them wearing travelers' clothing uh, and like going. You see uh, families meeting each other, uh, seeming as if like relatives are meeting fam- like relatives who have come here uh, as refugees. Uh, but you also see among all of this, uh, there are a number of um, you see a number of Iron Masters walking this way and that, and Swala. Not tons and tons of them. They are definitely in a minority, but they are absolutely represented here. I'm like uh, spying on them all, trying to judge their, you know, moral character from just staring at them <laughs> on the street. <laughs> Roll an insight check. Yeah. Get them. Insight the heck out of them. <laughs> Inside, maybe not that much heck. <laughs> a little bit of heck, just a tiny a smidgen, a pinch of heck. Yeah, Ten. what'd you get? Oh, 10. Yeah, uh, you can't really get a breed on these people. They essentially look like they are just busy going about their business. Very few of them have relatives who seem to be visiting uh, or who seem to be refugees. Uh, it appears that Swala and uh, to, uh, I'll say, give you this for free as well. The Iron Masters seem underrepresented in terms of refugees, uh, possibly because this is an Amere dominated area. Uh, and so therefore there just aren't as many uh, Iron Masters and Swala living outside of the larger urban centers. Uh, but um, Abawade, I think you would know again for free that there are there are like different neighborhoods as in any large urban sprawl mm-hmm. like this. There would be different neighborhoods that you could go to if you were going to try and find someone with whom you might have a mm-hmm. connection. Uh, like from the chief engineer, you, uh, you could easily go over to uh, the go over to the uh, the Iron Master neighborhood or corner, mm-hmm. essentially, if you want to go try and find some. Yeah, folks. I would definitely like to make my way there, um, unless anyone has any other preferences. We might be able to get our bearings. We can help you with the very important um, delivery thing you're doing. Yes. Marvelous. What what are you delivering again? Uh, Well, uh, it is. uh, There there are two uh, two uh, sides to my uh, to my delivery. Fortunately, in the same city uh, of Kusugu, which is where I uh, must uh, discover the location of things, tend to change the position and move around uh, these days. So uh, I'm just going to try and see if anybody around here knows where it is uh, from here. Uh, uh, And yeah, I'm going to explain that. Uh, I've got two 
two sort of different uh uh i've got to deliver uh, a message which is a plea for help uh from um mm-hmm. uh i'm not i'm not going to go into like crazy Chief detail, engineer Hasha, uh, Hasha. from Asha, yeah um asking for help yeah um because they're they're being attacked and then the other one which is uh something that i'm uh, getting a, a lot more excited about um which is uh uh going to see the uh, the golden eyed the golden eyed griot uh who is a uh a, a great uh scientist a great inventor who i admire um uh, to inquire about a little bit of knowledge uh, just a small DM correction. The the Golden Eyed Griot is not necessarily themselves an inventor. They're more a person who is a repository of knowledge and who knows, allegedly, who knows the great inventor that y- that the entire uh, city of Teshu and the, the Gamash collection, collective of communities that you come from are basing your research on. So, like, uh, the one who came to fight is the legendary inventor, mm-hmm. Uh, who eventually became an ancestor and then sort of moved on to another part of Wogadu. But the golden-eyed griot apparently knows that person and might have insight into what the one who came to fight was like and what their discoveries were, possibly further research uh, when they were still alive, essentially. Uh, So still a huge amount, maybe less in terms of specific like, oh, this person knows tons of science, but they know a ton about the history and secrets of Wagadu, essentially. So a great sage is who I am going to see to inquire about a great inventor. Yes, extra step. <laughs> uh, so, really be so simple, um, <laughs> <laughs> Slightly more complicated. Um, now, if you're searching for specifically for one part of the city, uh, Ref, I believe with your background, uh, this is where I think your background can start to kick in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. I think if if we have a vague idea of where where we're going. Um, I think as we sort of like start to move in one direction, Ref will say, wait, no, we should go this way. It'll be much quicker. It will? What? Oh. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that really looks like quite a slow route and it's very busy. Uh, um, how can you tell? Well, just, I mean, just look at it. I mean, don't you think? Uh, and I guess the rest of you as you're looking, uh, I I don't think anyone else in this group could easily tell. You can try and roll a survival check, (laughs) essentially, to see if you can see what Reth is seeing. Uh, I can survive, maybe. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, I did survive pretty well, actually. Oh, oh, damn. I rolled a natural 19. So that is a oh, 26. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, excellent. DJ. So it's a tree. Yeah. It? So you sort of it's look. A tree. Yeah. You look <laughs> down this route uh, and you, I think with a 26, you're like, this would not be obvious un- unless someone had very strong instincts in urban areas. But based on the number of people who are heading that way, it looks like a, that may be specifically uh, an Amare spot, mm. especially as you're looking, you can see people coming out of that direction, carrying lots of items, uh, like goods and so forth, as if there was like a market mm. down that way. And so it is very likely to be congested. Whereas you notice 
uh, a couple of Iron Masters pass by you going down the way that Ref had suggested. Uh, as if Reth, just by looking here, is immediately able to tell, like, okay, there's probably, like, residential spots over there, market over there. This is the route that the locals take to try and get where they're trying to go. Would Juji put two and two together? Because, obviously, we've seen Reth's, uh, Reth's visions. And... Well, I think you'd also probably, as as if, if you're looking at mm. Reth as well, Reth is is sort of both very familiar but also very tense. Mm. Ever since you've entered the city, like they're sort of like looking around a lot and it's sort of that combination of they're kind of like very on edge, but they're looking at specific things and sort of constantly sort of calculating and, and just very, very aware. That's good because since you entered the city, Juji is also tense. So that's great. <laughs> tense all around. Um, but yeah, she will nod and be like, oh, yes, I think Reth should lead the way. I think that sounds good. As you travel along, I'm just curious for me and I guess for the sake mm. of the audience, what has brought tension uh, to Ref and Juji? We'll start with Ref. What has, what has brought Ref tension in this? Book? Oh, Ref doesn't know. That's the thing. Mm. This is not a this is not a conscious thing. It's just it's just their whole kind of like demeanor and physicality has has subconsciously shifted to this slightly more sort of like fight or flight state. Like they assume that there is danger here, that there are things to be looking out for, that there are things that they need to to do, like the echoes of something from a past life that they're not even aware of. Which which they just didn't have when they were just sort of out in the in the woods and things. Mm. Uh, and what is what is the source of Juji's tension? Uh, Juji's tense because she's, as you said, she's always found like home and solace in like um, trees, and like even uh, would go so far as wanting to like reside within a tree. This is that, but on a oh, such a large scale, <laughs> and and it just doesn't mm-hmm. sit right with her because she just hasn't had luck in. <laughs> in the place that makes her feel safe yeah. recently. So she's just kind of looking around like, something's going to go wrong here, right? It must, something must be about to go wrong, <laughs> especially because I'm here. <laughs> she thinks so. <laughs> I imagine there might also be like a, 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 it might also be similar to the experience of going into like a family owned store mm-hmm. versus going into like a multi-level Tesco yeah. mm-hmm. where it's like, they're both selling things kind of similar mm-hmm. things but this one version is like yeah it's just for us you know it's yeah. yay it's nice here it's like oh my god gentrified <laughs> so many people yeah <laughs> yes you absolutely see like some people with like expensive handbags just walking by just oh it's just so trendy around here <laughs> as as you're walking along Reth will be like trying to sort of almost sort of like herd you into you know avoiding places that need people that need avoiding and just sort of like almost like almost like they don't entirely kind of like trust you and they're just kind of like making sure that you're like okay oh, that's absolutely fair yeah in the right spots and things especially after you get hit in the face <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah you hear somebody say Igro, where did you go on your gap yet? As they just like walk off. Uh, uh, as you guys continue to we- uh, weave your way through the city, uh, how is Abawade feeling in this new environment? Um, I think he feels he feels okay. 
Um, I think he's pretty he's pretty used to being uh, like making his way through because his destinations are normally uh, cities uh, or large settlements and stuff. So he's feeling he's feeling fine. Um, he's uh, yeah, he, uh, I think he's, he's quite glad to be out of the the forest for now. Um, not that he has any problem there, but obviously the ex- his experiences have led him to uh, desire a change of peace. Um, so he's quite happily sort of uh, moseying through and perhaps eyeing up some uh, some stalls, seeing if there's any sort of uh, uh, fun little interesting knickknacks and technologies uh, around. Um, but yeah, he's he's mm. he's doing okay. You do get the sense, uh, especially as you go deeper into the city and get closer to the Ironmaster neighborhoods, uh, that the kinds of knickknacks and stuff that you would want to see, uh, you do see, like, uh, would be the kinds of, like, metal ones are definitely more centered around Ironmaster's neighborhoods. But uh, you do see, like, glimpses of the market from, like, off, like, you know, a couple of blocks down, just, like, seeing through the crowd. You're able to see. It appears there's a very bustling market. Uh, You also do see enough Swala here, I think, for all of you to, to conclude, there is probably also a Swala neighborhood. Uh, and at no point, I will specify, there is no indication of animosity between these groups. It essentially just seems like because lineage is so tied to your cultural heritage, they essentially just congregated in the areas that are most appropriate for their culture. But it does not seem like anybody dislikes each other uh, or that there's any really like class system here in place. Um, you, uh, I will say, it takes you guys... Uh, because you're in a city, uh, about 45 minutes uh, to, of walking to get through to the Iron Master area, where at this point, uh, you see that there are many, the buildings, rather than being built out of mud, there's a lot more metal work. Uh, you're not sure if it's like the metal has completely replaced mud or if they've plated the mud with yeah, with like metals uh, and tree roots, because the trees also uh, appear to be like uh, plated with metals of varying kinds. So in some cases, it's like chips of metal, like mosaics. Uh, so you see like bits of uh, all sorts of different precious metals, uh, very beautiful buildings uh, and not overly shiny because above you is actually, and this is probably wor- worthy of mentioning as well. The canopy above you appears to be like at all times, perfectly situated to allow just the right amount of light for the people walking mm. underneath. Uh, and I think anybody who looks at it long enough will notice from time to time, as you can glimpse clouds moving, the canopy shifts ever so slightly to allow for more light in specific areas to maximize uh, the light that's getting through so that everybody gets, everybody can see comfortably uh and uh as you arrive in the iron master quarter uh i think it would be you know for a fact uh that chief engineer ashong if you say his name enough times uh people would eventually be like oh yeah because uh your community uh from your travels you know is pretty well known in other iron master communities Mm -hmm. so it's likely that if you were to try and see find people who had connections to him you could easily find yourself a place to stay Mm. Oh, awesome. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd like to sort of get, get, put some feelers out and and look around, see if we uh, see if I can find anybody who uh, is aware of Ashong, aware of my community, and uh, 
um, if anybody who might be willing to sort of put me up or help me if there's an outpost here. Uh, you see these two dudes walking along. Uh, you see one is uh, silver, uh, silver lineage or silver manifestation. One is a gold manifestation as they're walking along. Uh, they see you walk up uh, and they say, oh, hello there. Who are your friends here? You, you seem to... Uh, and who are you? We have not met. But you seem very interesting. And this creature... They both, like, as they're, like, going through the group, uh, like, oh, my! So sort of walk over and start, like, looking very intently at Yim, uh, who begins preening and posing. <laughs> Do you... Uh, uh, oh, you like my creation. Uh, yes, I, I built him myself. Uh, not the uh, consciousness, obviously, <laughs> but the rest of him is all my handiwork. Really, this is a separate consciousness. How mm. did you? How did you manage to get another consciousness into this? And they immediately start launching in with like scientific questions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of trial and error. <laughs> they slap 50 each other. Wrongs on the back. and a right is still a right. <laughs> they they make their way and just slap. They clap everyone on the back. Uh, and hearing that joke, <laughs> little king, 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 like whenever uh-huh. they, <laughs> with the amount of metal that they're wearing there in their hands, this is the little tinks sounds. Uh, Painful. Now, uh, sorry, we. Um, I uh, yes, go ahead. Hmm? Uh, I am actually uh, looking for uh, uh, well, uh, a little bit of a haven on the way to my destination, and also perhaps uh, some navigational assistance. I'm looking for the city of Kasugu. Uh, we have lost our bearings somewhat in the forest. You know how things are. Uh, I was wondering what direction we might need to travel in. Were we to uh, want, be wanting to go that way? Oh, yes. Uh, Kasugu is to the north. Uh, north of here. It's out of the jungle. You'll have to... Uh, actually, it's on an adjacent island. You'll have to uh, leave the jungle. Uh, there's the, 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 the city of Nilo, uh, which is sort of uh, the closest... Uh, major port city. Uh, you could easily, from there, charter a boat, sail across in an afternoon, uh, and the city of Kasugu is right there. It is also a port town, great city. Uh, we have not been there, but we have heard great things. It is wonderful to meet you, friend. We realize now we never asked your never name. Uh, instead, we will tell you our names so as to sort of uh, start <laughs> things off uh, correctly. I am Odofo, and I am Kumi. We sound almost the same, but my voice, Adolfo, is slightly (laughs) deeper. And mine is ever so slightly higher. That's cool, me. Yes. I noticed that. I did. It's not a huge difference, but it is there. the average semitone in difference between you. It is very distinguishable. Thank you. We tuned it (laughs) to be exact. another several tomes. (laughs) Uh, We would make a great close harmony singing group. Yes, um, uh, you see that Adolfo uh, tings am... uh, one of one of Kumi's uh, one of Kumi's uh, metal accoutrements, and it it uh, it uh, resonates at the exact same frequency of his voice. Uh, and he says, "You see, complimentary." Uh, and me 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 me. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> you see, just a barbershop quartet of 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 Iron The four is like me, Yim, and the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart, it's, it's a alive. Thing that we do. <laughs> um, okay, so am I to believe that the Iron Masters are the singers, the Emery are the dancers? What's the Swala do? <laughs> 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 
Shamani. <laughs> Speeches. Speeches. Shakespeare. Speeches. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, word. what are your names? <laughs> We've told you ours. Like, really serious theatre. Uh, I am Abuade. This is Yim. Hello. And these two? I am Juji. Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's very nice to meet you. Uh, we don't get... Uh, are you... Are, well, first of all, are, are, are either of you natives to the city? You both seem... Well, you seem, pointing at you, Juji, a bit lost. You seem... scared. Pointing at Ref. I have no idea what you're I'm talking about. No, what? No. I'm not, not scared, scared of you. us. Should I be just scared can of you? Sort of tense mm. in general. A- am I? Am I overstepping? Sorry. Uh, and Adolfo was like, "Yes, perhaps it was best not to point it out right away. Uh, perhaps it was something they'd rather keep to themselves." Gigi's going to lean over and is going to just like very gently just pat the top of Reth's head and give Reth vigilant blessing, which is a <laughs> which is a Twilight domain Aww. thing that I can do. Um, as an action, you give what? one creature you touch, including yourself if you want to, that's not verbatim, uh, advantage on the next initiative roll the creature makes. The benefit ends immediately after the roll or if you use this feature again. So I can just keep doing it, but when Wrath next rolls initiative, they will have oh. advantage. Um, so she's just like, okay, stay. this is all fine. Oh. <laughs> pat, pat. It's <laughs> even more like ready for it. It's so keyed up. <laughs> Your eyes peeled. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, what did you do? <laughs> do you have anywhere to stay here in the city? Well, that is uh, what I was hoping to find. Uh, I think uh, 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 some shelter for the night would be uh, particularly uh, enjoyed. Yes, of course. Uh, well, you are welcome to stay with us. Uh, and Kumi says, oh, this is very exciting. Uh, oh, but we haven't asked, uh, what has brought you to the... You, oh, you, you, of course, we have asked. Uh, you're, you're heading to Kasugu. Did that bring the other pair of you to the city as well? Yep. Yes. Uh, these are uh, a pair of newly okay, fallen well, friends. Uh, they are, I am, uh, I suppose... <gasps> newly fallen! In my travels, I am uh, showing them uh, uh, the world as it is and uh, hopefully allowing them to establish themselves within this land. We are babies. Oh! Uh, Kumi comes over and just pats you both on the shoulders. It's uh, <laughs> very friendly. Uh, as as uh, uh, Adolfo looks at uh, Aboade and says, you're doing a very good thing. Oh, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I kind of fell into it. And in all honesty... Uh, we've had a pretty terrible time so far. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm hoping in this city we can uh, find some friendliness and some joy and some comfort for them to show that this world is not all bad. <laughs> yes! Just glaring around, especially at these two, not looking like they're going to enjoy <laughs> comfort. Rath is extremely suspicious of all of this. <laughs> uh, Kumi, or I think Adolfo would look and say, Oh, yes, well, there are many things to see during your stay here. This is a great city. Uh, you could perhaps go uh, to the to the, the wrestling arena. Uh, looking over, looking at you, Ref, and Kumi says, Ah, yes, the wrestling arena. It's great sport there. Uh, it's a primarily a cultural thing shared among amongst the the swallow of the city. Uh, but they they do enjoy a good wrestle. 
to to borrow the colloquialism. Uh, yes, they like to wrestle over there. Uh, if you'd like to go to that part of the city, uh, there's also the market. Oh, yes, the market. Yes, uh, the market is wonderful. You can find all sorts of things. You can find food, you can find clothing, you can find uh, general trinkets. If, if you are particularly troubled, perhaps you could find a wise person who might be able to, to use some magic to divine something to set your minds at ease. Who knows? It's entirely... And, uh, and he says, oh, and you, looking at Abawade, you have to meet Amadi. And Kumi jumps back in. Oh, yes, Amadi would love you, and especially him, pointing at Yim. Uh, Neem says, everyone loves me. It's true. <laughs> and just, again, like, strikes a pose. Uh, Settle down, Yim. And they're like, yes. Uh, Amadi, who is this uh, Amadi you speak of? Oh, um, Amadi is only one of the greatest inventors and researchers in the city. Uh, they have an incredible workshop, and I'm sure they would love to examine uh, Yim here. Uh, of course, if you are willing to consent to that, Yim. Uh, and you know, just, just talk about where you're going, where you're from, etc. Swap stories. Uh, research anything if you have any. They can help you with research if you have any. I don't know. It's just, we just have to get you in the same room, really. It's, I just feel it would be appropriate to get you all together. Mm, okay, uh, yeah. This... Uh, and Adolfo says, I agree. <laughs> well said. Uh, <laughs> at this point, Abuadi's, like eyes have sort of <laughs> widened. If he had ears that could prick up, they would have pricked up now. So he says, mm, that sounds like a most delectable course of action. Can we? Can we at some point do that, please? I would very much enjoy that. Yeah, sure. Yep. Is there anywhere the two of yeah. you would like to go first? Do you wish to, I'm happy uh, to just kind of stick stick with you two? I just want to uh, meld into the group. I see. Suppose we could go and see this conveniently enticing person that these two conveniently appearing. Friendly figures have told you to must-see. Keep an eye out, buddy. It could be working uh, for Not too worry. These people As you're saying this, uh, you see one of them look over and say, Oh, hello, Oquan. Uh, and Oquan's like, hello. Uh, <laughs> it's just another person walking by. Uh, it just seems like a really friendly neighborhood of people. <laughs> As Rep is just staring around so suspiciously. Uh, do I think because also Juji to... hasn't been around any people for like so long. And this is like the most people she's been around in so long. Uh, this is She's just like, <laughs> like foaming at the mouth. Um, sorry, Johnny, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, uh, uh, Rep, you look tense. Uh, do you not wish to uh, attend uh, this uh, a wrestling uh, scenario over in the Suala district? Uh, perhaps you could use letting off some steam, and you are seemingly an excellent pugilist. I don't know if I do that anymore. Ah. Actually. I see. I, I might not be the kind of person who does wrestling. I might be the kind of person who who hates wrestling. I haven't decided yet. You're very good at it, though. <laughs> okay. Mm. 
That's the problem. Mm, you sound, Chikumi kind of jumps in, you sound like me when I was growing up. My mother would always tell me that I was such a good painter. And I, I, I admit, I did have a bit of a gift, but it just wasn't for me. Just because you like something doesn't mean you should have to do it. Uh, and Adolfo leans over and says, I think they were trying to make the suggestion because uh, the Swala individual ref seems rather... Uh, tense and unhappy at the moment. Oh, sorry, I did not mean to validate your feelings in this case, although they are valid. (laughs) (laughs) Rath is is confused, but still suspicious, but mostly confused. Uh, Looks around and says, right, so, uh, in lieu of going anywhere else, since the consensus seems to ultimately be leaning towards Amadi, should we take you, uh, do you need to rest first to, at our quarters, or should we just take you straight to Amadi? Uh, what, what, what kind of time is it? Uh, I'll say that you guys are, it's like early afternoon, probably, or late, uh, like probably late morning, early afternoon times, right around the middle of the day. Hmm. What do you say? Shall we head over there and make the acquaintance of this uh, uh, Amadi? Sure. Why not? If you are indeed enticed, then I suppose we must. <laughs> yes, our, our good friend uh, Abuade would like to do this, and so we will do it with Abuade, yes. Yes. <coughs> uh, Adolfo will uh, sort of say, uh, looking around, say, well, uh, that sounds like we're, it's decided then. Uh, but before we leave... Uh, Perhaps it would be appropriate to welcome you uh, to the city more properly. Uh, and he leans, he like reaches inside of uh, his, like w- one of his bags that he has hanging. He's got like sort of a vest uh, with various similar actually in style to uh, Abawade's bags. Uh, these like metal woven bags. Uh, he reaches into one of them uh, and pulls out. You see a tiny little spear. Uh, a tiny, uh, a tiny little hammer and a tiny little sword, just like uh, uh, like one's copper, one's silver, one's gold. And he holds them out to you all, uh, and he says, "Please take one. It is a gesture of good luck." As I think, as he was like reaching into his coat, like Reth was just like starting to stand in front of Judy, and then Judy <laughs> did in fact cool. scream, "It's a knife!" Yeah, so. <laughs> 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 knife. Somebody's no, like, no. <laughs> I do, is it a nice knife? Did they fa- did they fold it well? People start running over. <laughs> no, no, false alarm, false alarm. These aren't these, these aren't knives. Sorry, everyone. Uh, like, oh goodness! And they all sort of like walk off. Um, he says, "Yes, uh, please, each of you, take one." Which one do we take? If which you one, will, which, is it like whichever one you want? What are they again? And I look down. <laughs> They're good luck charms. No, but what are they? <laughs> I don't know why this is in character. Tell uh, me, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, physically, they are tiny little, uh, there's a so, copper spear, a silver hammer, and a golden sword, but they're all very small. Uh, the size of like, the size of like a little pin, uh, even ooh. though they are not pins. They're just like tiny little um, trinkets. I'm going to reach for the, uh, the copper spear and say, ah, this will go very well with my current ensemble. And uh, yeah, I'll take it and maybe tuck it ah, in somewhere. An excellent choice. <laughs> Claps you Thank on the you. back again. Ting. Thank you most kindly. Uh, turns to the other pair of you and says, would you like them? 
Yes. Kumi's like, they don't bite, don't worry. I will take one of them. I look at Wrath like, which one do you want? Wrath <laughs> uh, will sort of glass some more and then pick up the hammer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> look at it. <laughs> Try and see if it's like, shake it a bit. Like, trying to see if there's anything sort of hidden in it, like, or any sort of sense of magic around it, like it's some sort of, like, tracking device that they can keep tabs on us, for example. <laughs> That's what I'm worrying about. <laughs> uh, it is a beautifully carved, tiny silver hammer uh, with, like, very decorative and ornate, clearly not meant to be used as any sort of weapon. It's much too small for that. Uh, and it's also flat. I should mention all of these are basically flat. Um, harder to hide things inside good (laughs) she will take the sword and she will leave it like she'll put it on her person in a place where when she does summon Seye Seye can use the little sword if he wants to fight (laughs) (laughs) that's adorable (laughs) Um, each of you uh, have been given a good luck charm that will allow you to add a d6 to an attack roll saving throw or ability check uh, that you make. While you have one uh, use of it, and then the rest of it, you just have the little trick. Oh, nice. that's quite nice. <laughs> or is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? They were magic. Adolfo leans over to you, Abawade, and says, have we been too friendly? Is it... Have we been too forthcoming? No, we have not at all. I would not want you to change your personality on account of us. We have simply been through quite an ordeal and are perhaps less trusting than we would normally be. Don't think too much into it. Mm. Thank you for the Bye. gifts. Well, perhaps a song while we walk then. Uh, <laughs> he goes, I may not always love you. I've already picking up the bass line. So as you guys head off. <laughs> it's an absolutely beautiful rendition. Uh, you guys arrive. Uh, you arrive at uh, this walking through the again the the beautiful like st- uh, metal plated air, uh, buildings you see one in particular uh that looks like it has metal pieces that were either jammed into it or sticking out of it uh you see like multiple spots where the walls appear to be dented as if something slammed into them from inside uh and sort of like and the metal just sort of like was molded along with the walls themselves uh this you i think recognize this these signs right off the bat uh when you use the word abuwade trial and error or the phrase trial and error you're immediately like mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you you can you can uh see like smoke coming from the inside of this place uh there are also by the way i should mention a number of blacksmiths uh, around like it seems like just about every block has like instead of your corner store your corner blacksmith <laughs> uh people are flush with smithing tools in this area and forges uh most many of them seem to be like public forges where people can just come up quickly forge something and head on their way um 
this person, uh, you can see, uh, like, even approaching, you get a sense of, like, heat coming off of this building as well, as if there is quite a mighty forge inside, uh, and the metal is just conducting the heat out at you. Uh, but uh, uh, Adolfo says, Here we are! Amadi's place! Uh, perhaps we should uh, announce ourselves just so to make sure they are not in the middle of something particularly sensitive or delicate. Uh, and Kumi steps forward and says, Uh, Amadi? Hello? Uh, standing by the doorway and you hear, What? What? What's going on? What? And you just like uh, shout over the sound. As you hear that, you hear a... And flames, but like flow out of the front of the building. Say, sorry, I'm a bit busy. Uh, what is it? Uh, you hear? Oh, um, it's Kumi. We just brought a, a couple of uh, friends over, some new new people to the city. They have a rather interesting invention you might wish to see. Uh, still flames. <laughs> invention, you say? Well, why didn't you lead with that? Bring them in now. Uh, and Kumi turns and gives you both the th- or gives all of you the thumbs up. Come on! Uh, and as you are, as he leads you in, uh, Adolfo turns around and says, uh, "Try not to touch anything uh, unless you ask about it first. In which case, be prepared for them to talk about it for the next twenty-five minutes. That's the average time we've timed it. Right? Okay. Only if twenty-five I were to ask minutes. About something, mm. then I could touch it. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Th- then you could touch it. And yes, only twenty-five. It used to be over an hour, but they have spent the last six years really working on it. Oh well. Yes, they found that by uh, reducing the amount of time they spent talking about other inventions, uh, they actually had more time to make more inventions. I see. The maths checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yim has like an abacus. Juju <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Gigi> touches it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about this. Uh, as, as you guys uh, head in, so you see that the inside of this uh, building, uh, you imagine, would probably have been beautiful at one time. Uh, currently, though, it is it, rather than shining brilliantly, uh, it is blackened and scorched uh, all through this place. Uh, there are. All sorts of, like, what look like tools. Some of them look like partially finished inventions. Some of them look like similar, actually, maybe different design to Yim, uh, but similar to, like, they look like they're partial bodies that were made, uh, just completely made out of metal that are hanging on display in various parts. You see, it looks like there are probably thousands of items in here uh, sitting on various uh, tables and trays, uh, hanging from various spots. Uh, It is... The, the layout is maddening, but at the same time as you look at it, it almost seems like there's a, a sort of, like, distorted logic to it. As if, like, one specific, like, a person with a very specific way of viewing the world had set everything in just the right spot so that they would be able to reach it. And it would be utterly perplexing to anyone else. Um... At the back of the room, you see a gigantic, it is the largest object in this uh, in this room. You see a gigantic anvil and general forge setup. It's huge with a massive, based on the fact that you couldn't see it from the outside, you're guessing this is like some kind of ultra dimensional space, but a huge like furnace behind it with flames. 
Uh, and you you didn't see them at first because of how covered in soot they are. But there is a person, uh, a, a, like a rather short person, standing next to uh, next to this gigantic forge, holding what looks like a six foot long pair of tongs uh, mm-hmm. in one hand and a six foot long hammer in the other. Uh, the hammer itself, the head of the hammer, is not particularly gigantic, but the the uh, the haft of the hammer is just immense. Uh, and they're hold, they have like the the tong sort of braced against their shoulder, uh, and holding the other uh, end of the tong in one hand to sort of grip something, and it's just tinking with the hammer. Uh, and they're able because of the length of the swing they're able to get, seem to be able to get quite a bit of force. Just ooh, ting. King uh, onto <sighs> something, uh, and the person like, you can see like a glowing piece of metal uh, that's there on the force. They're sort of gripping, uh, and they look over their shoulder and they say, "Oh, hello! I'll be with you in just uh, just a moment." Uh, ting, ting, ting. <laughs> Uh, and the, with the last hit, the thing explodes. They go flying backwards. Ooh. The pair of tongs whoosh, spins right in between you guys, burying itself in the wall. Uh, and the hammer whoosh, whoosh, ting, slams into the ceiling, letting out an immense ringing sound uh, before clattering to the ground. Are you okay? Uh, and you see the... Uh, can I... Yes, I'm fine! Uh, I... Don't worry about it. It happens all the time. I was just wondering ahead, if I could yeah. make a, some kind of check to um, to see if I can try and catch the hammer as it falls. Oh, please do. Yes, catch the hammer. Uh, roll me, uh, we will say, roll a sleight of hand check to catch the hammer. Okay, that's a 17. Oh, yes. Uh, you are able to, like, deftly stride forward through all of, like, the hanging objects and <laughs> catch the hammer before it hits the ground. Uh, as you grasp it, you feel this hammer appears to be... Uh, Actually, no. You know what? Roll me. Uh, roll me. We'll say a tools check. Uh, in this case, it will be. You know those? Yeah, it'll be your proficiency Ooh, bonus plus. That's your a natural twenty. Oh my god! Ooh. Uh, as you grasp this, I think as you touch it, you can feel like based on the vibrations traveling down to the feeling under your hand, you realize that this was a metal hammer that was forged uh, with a long metal haft. The haft was then encased in wood to prevent the transfer of heat to insulate it, and then the wood was lacquered uh, to keep it from becoming fire, or to basically make it fireproof uh, because of how many flames are flying around. Uh, But this was clearly designed because the person using it had a tendency to accidentally cause things to blow up and therefore needed to get a little bit more distance from those objects uh, in order to, and while still being able to effectively forge things. Uh, so yeah, with a natural 20, you immediately, and you guess that's probably, the tongs probably have a similar situation where there's like insulation to prevent the heat from traveling up the tongs. Uh, and the person uh, sort of scrambles to their feet. Uh, you see that this person is wearing uh, a mask that you imagine was probably pretty beautiful at one point but again has just been blasted uh, with so much suit uh, and just scorched over the years uh, but it appears like as the person stands up you see the a glow sort of fade away from the mask uh, as they sort of slide it up uh, and they, you see this uh, a surprisingly clean face uh, considering the rest of their body is just covered in soot uh, look around at you, mm. sort of like a round face with big eyes, uh, and look around blinking and say, 
Hello there, I am Amadi. It's so nice to meet you. Uh, what, who, 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 who am I being introduced to? Uh, who, who are you? Uh, walks up uh, to you, Juji, first. Says, who are you? I'm Juji. Hello. I reach out a hand and Hello? <laughs> shake this. Uh, yeah, takes your hand. You can feel, even despite uh, the fact that they they have insulated tools, they're still wearing gloves, probably to prevent uh, oh. to protect against explosions. Uh, they shake your hand Great. with both hands, walk over to you, Raph, yes. say, and your name? My co- am I covered in soot? Your hand is now completely <laughs> covered in soot. <laughs> Okay. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, they cautiously put out a hand, still sort of like looking around this area. Like, ref. Hello, ref. Hello. Uh, shakes your hand again with both hands, hand covered in soot. Uh, turns to you, uh, Abawade, and says, <laughs> And hello there. Oh. Uh, as they like Hello. lock eyes with Eam, uh, <laughs> Careless Whisper begins playing. <laughs> they just uh, like lock eyes with Eam and say, uh, Oh. <laughs> I'm like, Abuadi's kind of like leaning, like trying to lean into his into his line of sight. <laughs> just like, I, 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 um, uh, my name is, uh, you have a, a lovely. Mm, never mind. They have just yes, like this walked is Yim. I made him. He's spectacular. Oh, Yim. <laughs> It is my great honor to meet you. Uh, they they immediately they rather than touching <laughs> Yim, they touched everyone else. They reach into their uh, they reach into their pocket and pull out a magnifying glass uh, and begin like examining Yim. Uh, just like may I uh, just uh, just a little bit and Yim says, oh, please if you must. Uh, they reach in and pull out uh, a pair of, like, a, pair, a metal in- implement they start prodding at Yim with. And they say, oh, Yim, you are beautiful. And then they, they after, like, a couple minutes of this, while everyone else just sort of stands there, and they're just sort of analyzing Yim, they finally pop back out and say, and you, looking at Habawate, you, are you the great yes, one me. who... <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> Are you the great one who has Here's blessed your, uh, us with this, with this copper angel? Uh, yes, uh, I, uh, I did, I did indeed <sighs> make him. I hope you uh, appreciate the uh, craftsmanship here. You have a quite a wonderful place yourself. This uh, is magnificent. The number of works here is astonishing. Oh. Thank you. I, I I have spent my life trying to make the perfect invention. And though I feel I've grown close at times, I don't think I've ever quite gotten there. But you... Uh, they motion towards, towards Yim. You are as close to perfection as anything I've ever seen. Uh, and they look up at you, Abawade, and say, I envy you. I envy you deeply. Oh. Ah, well, uh, if it makes you feel any better, um, I'll point out, like, uh, a a large, like, gash scar on my right shoulder um, and just uh, say, this is when I was trying to invent a new form of distillery. And then to my, just under my left nipple, there's a big burn. Uh, And this is when I was discovering a new farming implement to help ease uh, tensions in the crops. And uh, this, this was Yim here. And I point to to a large, like, what looks like a big, like, kind of like a bullet hole, like, in my uh, left shoulder. Um, uh, Yes, one of these... 
No, uh, one of these spikes, uh, the, 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 one of the springs, the prehensile tension on the springs is quite taxing, and uh, one of them snapped, unfortunately, and uh, stabbed me right through the shoulder. It was oh. quite a day. Uh, you see they're like, oh, don't even get me started. Uh, they, like, roll up. Uh, they're, they're, oh, no. they roll up their apron, uh, <laughs> and you can see just a straight up piece of metal where their shin is, like plating over the shin. Uh, says, they say, This is when I tried to create a flying machine that would expertly navigate its way through the trees. Uh, they, like, take off one of their gloves to reveal an entirely Ooh. metal hand. Uh, they're like, This is when I attempted to fix that flying machine uh, by adding <laughs> a, 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 by adding sensors that would enable it to see the trees better and also potentially magic elements that would enable them to able it to uh, cause the trees to move out of its way thereby making the flying easier and they take off the other glove to reveal another metal hand and they say and this is because the first metal hand was very cool so i decided to have another <laughs> I like that just for funsies Yes. I love it. Quite. Uh, and you see that uh, so, Ku Kumi and Adolfo both nod happily as they both start to, like, show off. They're both, like, comparing scars as well. Like, hmm. Nice. Uh, and what is it you're working on now? Oh, uh, right now, I am trying to work on an object that will allow us to contact... The upper realm. Oh my! Yes. How's that going? Yes. What? How? How? How would you even begin to do that? You can do that. Uh, they look over uh, at the now smoking piece of like misshapen metal. They're like, "Well, it's not going as well as I had thought, unfortunately." <laughs> right. Uh, I have been working on. Uh, you see, it's very technical, really. But the ultimate issue here is that. Very little is known, I'm afraid, about what causes the fall and what truly separates us from the upper realm. Uh, I have heard tell, uh, and of course through research, what I have been able to glean thus far seems to indicate that it is some sort of intermediary realm uh, that through which we pass before we land in Wagadu. Uh -huh. What happens there? Well, uh, I hypothesize, though it hasn't been proven, I hypothesize that it is there where we are separated from our memories of the upper realm. Uh you, you remember, you, you, you understand, the fallen, when we land, we remember very little. And over the course of our lives, we are able to, to sometimes retrieve memories uh, and under, start to piece together uh, memories of what our lives were like in the upper realm. Uh, and although in some cases, uh, you do have those egg memories, uh, you see both uh, Adolfo and Boomy are Boomy, my goodness. And Kumi nod. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, yes, egg memories. Uh, so the egg memories. Uh, they look at the. They look at you all expectantly, as if expecting you to nod. Ah, yes, egg memories. Which are the egg memories? Oh, <laughs> the, uh, they they seem not surprised but overjoyed. Uh, yes, well, the egg memories are essentially oh. a false memory that can occur. Uh, this this now it has not been 
proven exactly where these come from, but there are cases of people meeting each other in Wagadu who claim to have known each other in the upper realms, but the two individuals will have completely different memories of what their relationship was like or what specific events were like. And this is different from simply like, oh, we went out last Saturday and and you uh, fell, you remember yourself falling at seven o'clock and I remember you falling at nine o'clock. You know, natural memories differ. This is like the entire, this is the, the entire relationship was different. In some cases, it's, oh, you remember us being friends. I remember us being, uh, trying to be friends with you, but you pushed me down, slapped me in the face, and then stole my partner. You know, it's rather different. Uh, and it's thought that some of these memories may be, uh, some of these egg memories may have been a result of our time in this intermediary place uh, where perhaps all the memories are connected. This is my hypothesis, that all the memories of Wagadu and the upper realms as we pass through, at least all the memories of the fallen, are connected. Uh, and, And they sort of end up in this soup. And every once in a while, you'll get a little bit of someone else's soup mixed in with your own. And so your memories are, are a bit off. Do, uh, well, okay, so I'm not very good with science. <clears throat> but what it... So it sounds like somebody is like, oh, yes, we were really good friends. And then the other person's like, no, I remember you sleeping with my partner. But then the other person's like, no, we were very good friends. I would never do that. Is that just them trying to cover their tracks? Is that just... In some cases, is it a lie? yes. Uh, I actually right. had that exact thing happen to me, uh, where someone claimed that they hadn't stolen my partner, but I was able to determine that they had. And this is where magic comes in. Uh, spells such as Zone of Truth or, or Detect Thoughts that will allow you okay. to see whether or not someone is being truthful. If the person earnestly believes what they're saying Sorry. to you, then clearly their memory must have been altered or tampered with. So, so if some people have memories that match other people's and some people have memories that conflict uh, unless there's someone else that seems to remember the same thing there's no way to know whether anything you think you're remembering in fact happened uh yes at its core yes uh although i do caution you uh the instance uh of egg memories versus true memories uh, does seem to be weighted rather in favor of true memories. Uh, Although it is entirely possible, I suppose, for someone to have mostly or even all egg memories. Now that you've proposed, now that you've made me think of it, I I consider, I, I, I believe that theoretically would be possible, although that would be a very unfortunate person indeed. And you are, and you are attempting to, uh, harness the use of these memories in order to communicate with this uh, uh, intermediary realm. Is this correct? Well, that is the closest, uh, that's sort of the closest we can come, uh, I'm afraid. Normally, uh, the people seem to get memories at various times, although perhaps the most single most common time for people to receive uh, memories is when they are asleep. Uh, And so I have been trying to uh, create devices that would perhaps be able to access uh, the the fact where where people dream, where the minds go when we dream. Because this is a good question. Do any of you know where your minds go when you dream? No, we're good. 
we have spells that allow us to contact people through their dreams. So there must be a place. It can't just be a, unless it's a state of being. But even then, the state of being would have to exist on a on a wavelength that would allow the the spell to carry an, another's another individual's will or consciousness through to the dreamer. So there has to be some way of of accessing this frequency or realm. And I have been referring to it as the dream realm. Very creative, I know. What an excellent name. Thank you. What about the drelm? The drelm! <laughs> yes. The drelm? Uh, yes. yes. Of course. Would you mind... I know that's that's. Would you mind if I if I credited you when when I eventually publish my research? Oh, absolutely, sure. Of course, I would love that. Um, my name is Juji. Yes, Juji. J U J I. Okay. O S E I. Yes, you see them. Uh, you see them uh, <laughs> just hurriedly uh, taking notes, etching on like a scrap mm-hmm. of metal that's nearby. They have all these etching implements. They're able to very quickly etch out a note. Uh, right, right. Ooh, oh, what if what if I went by a pen name? <gasps> uh, yes, what if perfect. You simply credited me as as Camille. Camille, but Cam- Camille with a full stop. Yes, Camille, very artistic. Mm. Uh, Thank you. Writes out. It's a good idea, Juji. You shouldn't use your real name here. There's just an uncomfortable pause while all three of the Iron Masters just like turn and look at look at Ref for a moment, just like uh, okay. Uh, finishes writing Drelm and crediting it to Camille. Full stop. Uh, and then says, "Right." Throws the scrap over their shoulder. You see the scrap <laughs> spins through the air and just lands on a hook. Uh, and they say. Ooh. Right. Well, uh, I suppose uh, we, we, can I help you in any way? It's, I've been talking quite a lot. Uh, do you have any thoughts, questions, ideas? What are you all working on? Oh, well, uh, yes. I, I mean, I, it, yes, this, is, this is an Abawade thing. This is not. I don't. No, no, no. this is an everyone thing. Everyone can engage in science. I believe that everyone has the ability to to become a scientist, even if they do not wish to pursue it as a profession. We can all take the principles of science and apply them to our lives. And so, uh, what are you all working on? Is there anything? Any discoveries you've made? Yes, uh, turning back to Armand. There might be a way in which all three of us can help you, and you can help the three of us in return. We have recently had an interesting experience in which we all experienced what, uh, I believe, were some kind of memory, whether they be false, these false egg memories you speak of, or the real memories. Uh, Perhaps if we discussed that with you, there might be a way that uh, uh, the four of us can help each other uh, to discern truth and to help your ends in your invention, this communication device. Yes, that would be incredible. Uh, I would love that. Uh, Looks around at Juji and Reth very excitedly, like, ha-ha! And just sees the looks on both of your faces and says, should we have something to drink? This, it just feels like a really heavy in here. Is that just me? (laughs) Some palm wine, perhaps? Yeah, that's an excellent yeah, idea. I'd like that. Yes. Uh, they walk over, take a tiny little flask, uh, boom, 
uh, and like, right, find yourselves, find yourselves some cops that are over there. Sort of points uh, in just a mass of objects. Abofo kind of, or Adofo kind of walks over and says, uh, "I can help. I can help us." Uh, Follow me. Uh, walks over and is able to like pick through to find the exact spots. Like we visited Amadi before. <laughs> uh, then start they uh, he and Kumi start to hand out like cups to everybody uh, as Amadi walks over and and this is it's, it is a very tiny little like vial that they're holding uh, that appears to be made out of like a very small amount of some animal skin that had like a cork in it. Uh, they walk over having uncorked it, hold the tiny vial over people's goblets uh and they say say when and like it is pouring out of this thing like and it just filling up the goblet uh they say you can have it overflowing if you wish although i don't recommend it it would be a bit of a waste just below overflowing just (laughs) (laughs) just low overflowing you said yep okay just a little overflow uh (laughs) pours (laughs) Yeah, pours just a little bit of it, it overflows, uh, fills everybody's cups out of this tiny little, uh, tiny little vial, stops it back up, uh, and then says, "Right, uh, would you like to all pull up an anvil? Uh, pull up an anvil. I have so many spares. Just pull up an anvil. Sit on wherever you want." Uh, they just hop back without looking, like a no look jump back to an anvil that was Ooh. almost invisible, based because it's a just how black this room is. They just appear to stop in midair. They're just sitting on an anvil that was sitting there that nobody noticed. Uh, they motion around the room. Is it like a massive because I imagine it's quite like hard and uncomfortable? The anvil. Uh, it is a it is an audible like clang. Right. <laughs> they jump onto it. Oh, okay, okay. Juji slowly crawls onto an anvil, <laughs> very awkwardly. <laughs> uh, the anvil, not super uncomfortable. You get the sense that maybe it clanged so much because of all the metal okay. uh, that Amadi is wearing. Uh, but as Amadi is sitting on top an anvil, does everybody sit down? Uh, yeah. yeah. If I could find anything uh, that is uh, like. A cool invention that is also sittable on. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that. <laughs> yes, uh, you would. Uh, I'll say that you're able to find what looks like a half-finished metal hammock. Nice. It's like the hammock is solid metal, but the other half was never forged, so it's just half of a hammock, but still kind of holding its position. Like it's solid metal. Uh, so you sitting on it is is like it doesn't really move at all. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Cozy. Yes. So uh, please tell me, uh, what is this way that we can help each other? You you said you contacted memories. Was this while you were asleep? Well, no, actually. Uh, we uh, came upon a rather strange area in uh, the nearby forest. I say nearby, it's about three weeks' travel. But uh, yes, to the south of here, uh, we came... <laughs> we came. Uh, we arrived at a point in the forest which seemed to be conducive to uh, recreating, or almost physically manifesting uh, our uh, memories or, 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 or uh, things hidden within the recesses of our minds. Uh, we all had separate experiences that blended into one. They all appeared to be resonant with some aspect of our past or our characters. And uh, 
we're not quite sure what to make of it. It was all, uh, it all culminated in the uh, accessing of a chamber, and I'll sort of describe what what sort of happened uh, mm-hmm. throughout the course of that those events and the fight, and le- leave out the and I'll, I'll leave out the sort of specific details of the memories just in case people don't want to reveal what what they went through. Um, but yeah, the general gist of of everything that happened. Mm. Uh, they would be, they are like riveted looking at you, like not even breaking eye contact while one of their hands is like automatically (laughs) writing, like etching in on the side of the anvil, all of these notes, uh, just like amazed. They're like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Uh, and at the end of it, they're like, that is incredible. So you were able to physically interact with not only your memories, but the memories of others. They were sticky, yeah. though. Very sticky memories. <laughs> gooey, sticky. Gooey and sticky, gooey. Mm. Uh, still, like, currently, yes, very important. Mm. Sticky and mm. gooey. Uh, would you say that it was sticky? Uh, sticky how? Would you say sticky, sticky like honey? Uh, would you say it's sticky like uh, perhaps uh, s- silk, like a spider's web? Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say would you say it's sticky like when you sweat a lot and you are wearing metal? That sounds like a you. Is that a, a thing that you normally? That is say? something I, I suffer from a lot. Metal. Okay, I have right, a cream okay, for that. Really? <laughs> I tried to make one, but it blew up. And they raised their other, they raised like their other shin uh, to show like the calf muscle is entirely replaced with metal, like ah. metal, uh, metal pistons and stuff. That is not what you want from a cream. Mm. Yes. No, it was a little bit too explosive, I think. Mm. Uh, please, let, you must let me know the recipe. Uh, turns back and says, uh, "So sorry, I, I, I cut you off, I think. Oh, have you ever chewed gum? Ever chewed on some Yes, well, tree bark. They, they have gum yes. here, yes. Yes. You marry. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Um, you chew on that. It's like, it's when you just get, you get, just get into it and it's very fresh and sticky. And then, like, kind of like that. Sort of the way it stretches. Mm, yep. Mm. Yeah, no. Mm. Do all of you concur? <laughs> <laughs> Sticky like glue. And glue, yes. Not like goo. Not like the egg goo with, with the egg. And yes. Different. Yes, yes. I just like that goo. <laughs> if you touched someone, but it, it wasn't all sticky. Uh, only the people were sticky. Mm. And, and if you touched them, you, you, couldn't, um, you couldn't take your hand off again. But things were not, the other things were not sticky. And, and these people, they spoke to you? They seemed real. And did you did you recognize them? Had you met them before? Only in the memories. Ah, so so your people had appeared in memories before. Yes. Okay. Okay. And did their character seem to have changed in in any particular way, or was it pretty similar, consistent uh, between the 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 memory memories and now the physical uh, the physical goo memories or glue memories? Those who'd been there before seemed the same. 
I suppose. Uh, so there were there were old figures from old memories, as well as new figures that had not yet appeared in memories. Yes. Very interesting it indeed. It was like the area we went into almost amplified those memories. Mm. The place, animals and birds and even spirits seemed afraid to go there. Uh, a place where other beings dare not step, including spirits. You you mentioned uh, the, the leopard spirit had not been willing to cross the threshold of the area. Mm-hmm. So it's an area of the jungle where no one is willing to go in and nothing stays there. But when you go in, you start to see memories. And do you, uh, in, it's con- uh, considering... Uh, these memories were people whom you had not remembered seeing before. I'm guessing that these were memories of the upper realm? Or do we have a way of verifying that? Unless they're, unless they're egg memories. Could be egg memories. Unless there's someone else who is here who, who remembers the same thing as you, I suppose there's no way of verifying anything. Mm. Right. Right. So it sounds as though the only way to know is if we were to find some of these actual people. uh, Perhaps they fall as well. They've fallen as well. If we were to find these people, perhaps we could then ask them what they remembered. Uh, They look over at you, Abawade, and say, You, you mentioned seeing someone who spoke to you. Do you remember? Did you remember that person from before? Remember is a strong word. I certainly felt a strange sense of familiarity towards the person. Uh, But beyond that, I am not sure. And did you... Did you happen to remember their name when you recognized this person? Did I happen to remember the name? Let me scroll oh, through my memories. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do that. <laughs> uh, yes, you did. I will let you roll a history check uh, just to remember, see if you remember the exact person, the exact name of the person. Uh, history twenty-three for history. You're smart. Nice. Oh my god. Okay, uh, yeah, you remember exactly. This guy's name is King Dogbay. Mm. Oh, I do have it written down. Marvelous. It is, yes. King Dog uh, Boy. <laughs> King Dog Boy. King Dog Boy. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not King Dog Boy. Uh, I can't, I can't wait to see me. the King Dog Boy. <laughs> King Dog Boy fan art. Uh, He's a good boy. Or oh, is he? <laughs> no. No, decidedly not. <laughs> Seems like he'd been a little bit of a bad boy. He's been a naughty boy. <laughs> um, bad. Bad dog boy. Naughty. Bad. I'm going to put your nose in it. Um, so, is it... Uh, do you say yes, King Dogbay? Yes, I'm going to relay. Um, I believe, was the name. It ring a bell. Dogbay. Dogbay, you say? Uh, they're going to roll a history check. They say, Dogbay, you say? I recognize that name. Oh, you do? Now, this does complicate things, though. King Dogbay is a name of someone who used to live in Wagadu. Oh. A long time ago. No, you, 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 surely you heard of, of the, the Togsi Empire from hundreds of years ago, several, several cycles ago. 
looking around, uh, you see <laughs> the Togsi Empire. They were they were a great uh, they were a great power who who whose influence spread throughout uh, multiple. They conquered multiple other cultures. Uh, part of why the Tog, Togs, Togsi Empire is so uh, the Togsi Empire is so uh, relevant uh, is because they they not only conquered uh, these places, but they were an Iron Master culture, and they conquered primarily using. Uh, Battle, battlesmith technologies. Uh, they had automatons, uh, creatures that they had created. Uh, but legend has it that these these creatures, these automatons, were not actually automatic at all, but were actually uh, beings, souls, spirits, people trapped within objects. And and part of why they are particularly relevant now is surely you've heard about the the rumors of the the metal eaters. Yes, yes, I am all too aware of the threat that the uh, the, the 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 mighty metal eaters. Yes, uh, I actually yes, am, yes, uh, on my way to seek their help. What do you know of the metal eaters? Uh, well, the metal eaters, uh, they they are currently obviously they, everyone knows they're an offshoot. Of the old uh, Wakonyingo Empire that used to spread across this region, it's why we're here at all. You know, the, the Iron Master culture uh, was united with Amere and Swale cultures, and Swala cultures, and sort of mixed in. Uh, it's why we're here, of course. But they uh, claim to be the proper heirs to that empire, and rumor has it. Uh, that similar to the Wakonyingo, who also had uh, many battlesmiths among their forces, but uh, they they also have quite a few uh, steel, steel defenders, gold defenders, etc., etc. But I have heard rumor that their particular uh, robotic creatures, their defenders, do not... They act with a, a sense of... Uh, intelligence and independence shall we say uh that is for those of us who study such things very reminiscent of uh, what you hear about the togsi empire i take a nervous glance over at yim and then back <laughs> to uh... <laughs> yeah yim just sort of like it's the it's the meme of the puppet like looking and then looking away <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I, I uh, lean in and I'm like, "Did you put people inside of robots? Did you put people inside of robots? Did you did you do that? I I, I put a did you do that spirit inside of a robot just now. He seems pretty thrilled at the uh, at the the, the 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 prospect of it. He was he was pretty willing. It was entirely consensual. Yes. But uh, Yim just leans in. I'm happy to be here. Uh, and yes. you see, uh. Um, uh, you see uh, Amadi sort of looks at you and says, May I ask you, where did you get the idea for ye? Uh, well, it... Oh. I was about to say it came to me in a dream. And that is where we will end this particular <laughs> session uh, of... Uh, of- this of Tales from Wagadu, uh, the Curse of the Spider Queen. Curse uh, of the thank you all for listening. Spider Yeem. <laughs> yeah, Curse of the Spider Yeem. <laughs> <laughs>
if you didn't already have inspiration from another Spider-ying. joke that you made. Spider-ying. I did. Thank you, though. I appreciate I love validation. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> made me very happy. Uh, all right. Thank you all for listening. Ooh, things are getting twistier, folks. Mm. Uh, we will go ahead and sign off here. Uh, Shamini, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I would like to plug my Twitter, that's at Espandel, and my weekly RP Geeks D&D stream, where we mix science and D&D. That's at RP Geeks D&D. Uh, excellent, excellent. Go check all of that out, and go follow Shamini. What are you doing if you're not following Shamini? Yeah. Go, 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 go watch, because you can watch and listen to RP Geeks, right? Watch analysts, it's all the senses. Yes. Okay, no, two, two of the senses. <laughs> Eat smell. Smell, <laughs> smell the RP Geek Street. That sounds it's terrible. Delicious. Smell the RP Geek Street. Moving right along. Uh, Liv, Hi. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. Any streams you'd like to plug? Well, I mean, I'm over on Twitter. You can see my tweet stream of conscien- consciousness. It's Ooh. a lot of retweets of fluffy animals um does it smell uh, good i'd like to think it does yeah sure yeah nice. so like freshly baked brownies um yeah, oh, thank you uh that's at does dark magic for for that um you can also if you want to check out youtube.com forward slash dicebreaker that is a channel that i am on tabletop stuff all around it's fun also if you haven't done so already check out uh three black halflings youtube channel um there will be links Ooh. for that around <laughs> yep where are you right now <laughs> yeah, if, there yeah right now. If, you're, if you're there right now hi that's a way for you. Hey, <laughs> if you're there right now, you may have seen me just dance. And if you didn't, you'll never know what the dance is. Never know. There was so much dancing. There in this was episode. a lot. That was very a lot of shimmying. You should yeah. check that out. Sorry, podcast listeners. Yeah, you'll have to go back and watch it. So, so much love. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and last but not least, Johnny, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, sure. Well, speaking of dancing, uh, you can uh, head over to Instagram and go to at the underscore lonely underscore orchestra, and you can dance along to some uh, music that I have made with uh, the, my my instruments and things. Um, and uh, if you like what you hear on this podcast, some of the themes and things, they were written by me. And if you would like one of your very own, then slide on up into my uh, DMs. Uh, I will treat you nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I am Jeremy Cobb, uh, spelled J-E-R-E-M-Y. I don't know why I'm spelling that. <laughs> Cobb, spelled C-O-B-B. <laughs> and you can find me at Jeremy Cobb 1. That's Cobb with two Bs, the number one. Uh, you can follow Three Black Halflings at three. That's the number three. Black Halflings on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You should go check out the new Three Black Halflings nightclub that is opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, DJ'd yeah. by Johnny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes! the not The party don't stop. So uh, and uh, we will see you next time for more Tales of Ugadu, the curse of the spider yeep. <laughs> so long, Shire Pope. <laughs> so long, Shire So
That was a HeadGum Podcast. That was a HeadGum Podcast.